Jesse Allen here at the Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa. Talking now with Jake Niederer with ADM. Jake, great to catch up with you, sir. How are you? Very well, Jesse. Thanks for having me today. It's good to get caught up here and kind of talk about the fertilizer markets. So excited to do that today. Yeah, and the fertilizer markets are a hot topic, not only you know here at the Farm Progress Show, but just throughout agriculture. We've been seeing a lot of these price swings, especially overseas in Europe. We've been hearing just a lot of talk around supply. We've heard a lot of talk around price going into the fall and next year. Well, let's cut through the noise a little bit. What is kind of the state of the fertilizer market here from your perspective and from ADM's perspective right now? Yeah, so it, it, it's it's not an easy one to explain, but I'm going to try and break it down into a couple bullet points. It, it, at the same token, it's not complicated. So let's let's talk about the factors that are affecting fertilizer, which are first the natural gas price in Europe. So we have to think about what's going on. That's ultimately driving European producers to shut in production right now. That shut in production is for domestic consumption of fertilizer. Europe's not a net exporter of, of nitrogen, not in a large way. Uh, maybe a little bit of, of AN, uh, ammonium nitrate, a little bit of some other products, but ultimately they're a, they're a consumer of most of what they produce. <clears throat> so with all the announced downtime basis natural gas costs today, we're gonna need about somewhere between on the low side of 800,000 tons to 1.3 million tons of new imports going into Europe to balance out that S&D on a monthly basis. So we're talking about eight to 10 million tons of potential swing of production here. And that's all basis natural gas prices, which are being controlled by the Russia-Ukraine conflict. And you know that that's really one of those things that's gonna ultimately drive prices lower when that conflict ends, that's when we could see a resolution to these sanctions and could see a softening in the energy market. Until then, there's gonna be this continued volatility as what does the Russian government wanna do in the local European market, ultimately driving a spike in fertilizer prices. One thing that's important to also note when we talk about Europe, and Europe we hardly ever mention as far as setting the price, so it's, it's a trade flow change that's going on right now. The other change that's also happening behind that is we're seeing US uh, production being exported to Europe that ultimately takes away from inventory that we would be building during this time season in the interior markets and it's pushing export tons over into those markets which ultimately create more that we have to import when we get closer to our spring season. Well and so we look at that situation and we look towards you know the fall first I, I, what do you think what are farmers looking at as we get into this fall and they start thinking about fall fertilizer needs you know I mean talking about more imports etc what do you think the state of this market's going to be here when we get to say october in just a couple of weeks right so first off we we, we like to give recommendations to farmers what we think they should do and, and since the month of june we've been recommending farmers get about 50 percent covered for their spring nitrogen needs partly because of all this volatility we saw a very low price we saw urea down 200 dollars from where we are today 500 dollars off the high and it was one of those where you started looking at the affordability to sell your grain and then also the, the, the value which you lock in your fertilizer, it said it was screaming, buy your fertilizer, sell your grain. And so today we're kind of in a similar boat. Even though prices have gone up $225 a ton and we now look at it and say, what, $775 a US terminal in the interior, that's way too high. Yes, it's, it's probably higher than you've paid in a long time, but I would, I would challenge the grower to go take that overall expense versus the margin he might make on that future 2023 crop and pencil that out and realize that this is very large margin opportunity that they have when they lock in the price of fertilizer against their forward sales. They can really manage and de-risk their business that way. 
Well, and that's a great point you bring up because I've been hearing some of those conversations from growers wondering, should I, should I not lock in, you know, some things, especially if you can manage that margin. That's what it all comes down to at the end of the day on your farm is managing that margin. And if you're penciling out enough profit that you're okay with, man, it makes sense. But there's still a lot of people that they're not used to doing that, I don't think, in many cases. Totally agree. There's a lot of farmers that uh, we. One thing about the Farm Progress Show that's fun is we get to see a lot of our growers that we currently work with, and there's a few that were just listening to our last presentation about fertilizer, and they said, you know, I kind of wanted to stand up and, and offer a testimonial. Is if you guys don't do this, that's really dumb. And what we're offering to the market is the ability to look forward and think differently, buy a little bit differently. We're trying to make the fertilizer market transparent, just like we talked about earlier. The fertilizer market does have a futures-based market. It's available for people to see. It's just not a, a very heavily traded market, so it's not publicized very much. So there's a lot of incredible opportunity for us to, to do things to manage risk for the farmer. Well, Jake, if growers are, are thinking about some of these questions and, I, and they're looking to get some advice and they're looking for different uh, ways to manage the farm, and I know ADM, you guys have a lot of folks, a lot of different areas throughout agriculture that could really help out farmer, farmers and ranchers just kind of manage their business, don't you guys? Yeah, we do, and that's really what our focus is. You know, at the end of the day, a farmer to ADM is very special. Not only is it a supplier, but it's also a customer, right? So we, we have to manage that relationship and keep our partners healthy because without good crops and good, uh, good availability of these commodities, then we don't make money on the other side when we process them, right? So we want to see healthy farmers and, and healthy bottom lines for everybody. So what do we do? We, we try to, to have a monthly conversation about fertilizer. We put it out there on the ADM Advantage website where you'll also find some grain experts. You'll find some tools to help manage risk better. It's our shift program. And ultimately, ADM's trying to give free advice of how we see the market so that it helps you make a better decision to manage the risk in your business. Well, folks want to learn more about the ADM Advantage website you just mentioned. Uh, what's going to be the best way to do that? Yeah, so www.admadvantage.com. On there, there's a couple different opportunities to either buy fertilizer from us directly, give us your information, download our app, and then also look at our Ford prices. Or you can reach out to the local grain merchandiser, who you already probably talk to on a daily basis, and they will introduce you to the right people, whether it's crop risk insurance, whether it's uh, uh, biological services, uh, regenerative ag. I mean, we have a whole host of, of tools to help the farmer increase his margin and manage his risk. Well, I've enjoyed the conversation, Jake, and hopefully we'll get to uh, do it again soon in the near future. But with that, I will let you go. Thanks for joining us here at Farm Progress Show, and uh, we'll look forward to talking again soon. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity.